you know how on your favorite series television show, at the beginning of an episode it says, previously on... <laughs> yeah. Are you giving us the previous? Previously on Dinner Table Talks. Uh-huh. We're about to go on a skunk-catching adventure. And I think I said last week, you're going through some kind of transformative notion. Ah, uh, yeah. So not unlike every week at the dinner table, pull up a chair, because Joe and Aislinn have a lot to talk about. I'm trying to decide if... I wait for you to finish those leftover wings before we get talking, or if I don't, because this is a trend now. <laughs> you eating on the show. It's because it's the time of day when I sit down. And normally the time of day when I'm sitting down, I'm like watching my soap operas and eating my lunch. Speaking of our soap operas, we watched the season finale of Drink Masters last night. Oh my God, I loved that show. And you came over with no raised eyebrow from me or anything like that first. You landed on my lapish, and you initiated a makeout that is in the top ten makeouts that we've ever had. I think most women would say that those are all the signs. I'm all ears. Those are all the signs. Those are all the signs. Uh, okay, so that doesn't mean it has to happen immediately. Yeah, there's no signs. It's just saying. It's just saying like. My body and my ener no my energy is in okay. the flow of it all here. So when, that, when the timing is right, this is a, a good place to... When like, that demonstration eat. then occurred last night, <laughs> you would think that I would, after we're in the second decade, that I would have picked up on I this signal. I think you've manifested a lot of But that like, signal, hold challenges. on, that signal last night, it was a brand new signal. That's not a thing that happens. I'm not true. Oh, wasteland. All right. Whatever, I believe you. Come sit on my lap and we have one of our top ten makeouts. That's not a thing that we happens. That wasn't a top ten makeout. I uh, see. I don't. I that was a Is sign. Is a top ten makeout where you where you remind me of the first makeout where you rubbed me down with your with your hands? <laughs> like, I'm that glad sounded to know, really dirty. I'm glad you to know. Me down with your uh, hands. I'll I'll <laughs> clarify the story here. I'm glad to know that that makeout. Was in your top ten, probably just because it was the first it's one. The first one, of course. That's going to be the, in the, the top, top 10. ten. Are the ones you don't forget. These are lip smacking good. <laughs> those were the worst ribs I've ever made. <laughs> they're not ribs. They were overdone. Uh, little... Wings, wings, wings. <laughs> those those were these overdone. are the worst ribs you've ever made. They came out like wings. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> this is the second meal. I am having to gnaw on them a little bit, like jer like they're jerky. <laughs> The listener is this saying... This is a dinner table. I'm allowed to eat at it. The listener is saying, Joe, get back to what you were talking about about the makeout. I'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> but this is the second meal this week that I was really unsatisfied with when the energy used to make it was positive and to have a negative result is very frustrating. Those wings were just overdone and that's novice behavior. Yeah. The I'm wing sorry. sauce was fine. You said they smelled great in the oven when they were cooking. Mm -hmm. I just baked them in the oven too long. You were focused on the tromboncino thing you were making. That is true. But because well, you were working on making that one super fancy, like well, restaurant. No, well, what happened was I set a timer on the oven as per the recipe that has been successful, but this time it came out overdone. I bet I have wing sauce all over my face. <laughs> Come over here and make out with me. <laughs> if that was a sign, I did not pick up on that sign. I thought you just wanted that moment in that moment. It did. That's exactly what I wanted, actually. 
But good, it's good, still because I was going to be really still, frustrated if it turns out. By the way, you have wing sauce all over your face. <laughs> I know. I can feel it. <laughs> Welcome to the dinner table. Aislinn slurps up some delicious food that Joe has concocted. Let's, and I'd like to think that maybe they're eating while they listen. Yeah. I think about that. I listen to podcasts on the way to work mm -hmm. in a very similar fashion in the car on the way to work. Probably. Or like on trips and oh, things I'd like, like that. Oh, I'd like to think they're listening while they prepare dinner. Like they're cutting squash and broccoli while they listen to That's us talk about question. squash and broccoli. People have told me different ways that they listen, yeah. you know, listen while they paint, listen I very while they much garden. Get, I very much get the idea that people take a break and then binge the last two or three or four. Mm -hmm. I, I watch that happen with analytics. Interesting. And I'm the same way with podcasts too. Yeah. But I do have a top two or three that I, oh, I'm glad it's out. I want to listen to it right now. And you can see that that's the case on Monday mornings. Uh -huh. People are there. Boom. There they are. So where were we? I caught a skunk. I know. I made a TikTok video. The whole thing was, what's going to happen now? Like, what's going to happen now that you've caught this skunk, buddy? Yeah, it was just a week or two ago that you talked about this being a wildlife-friendly place. Mm -hmm. And that everything has a place in the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. But you'll mm -hmm. also talk about how... I caught myself a mess of this or that beetle, and this is what I do. And then you pinch your fingers together and go, quick, quick, quick. I told you, non-player characters. <laughs> That's an interesting way to look at it, because it makes me think about Mr. Skunky. Mm -hmm. I am currently in pursuit of Mr. Skunky, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're male or female. Not Pew. I, oh, Pew. Yeah. That's <laughs> pew, right. Pew. In the interest of an interestingly named sequel, uh -huh. it's Mr. Skunky Part Pew. <laughs> I love it. So don't manifest the pew. <laughs> we hadn't really talked about what would happen if I caught a skunk. Right. I I'm not sure you were certain you were going to be able to catch a skunk. No, that's not the research I'd done. If oh. you bait the trap properly, you're going to catch a skunk. Okay. The question then becomes, what do you do when you catch said skunk? Right. Exactly. Now, I want to have a conversation with you, but I'm a little nervous about it because okay. there are some listeners that may not like this topic of conversation. I don't care. When I tell a story about how we lost our chicken, mm -hmm. I, I leave out elements because... Oh, well, yeah, but that's like the filter thing we were talking about earlier. That's just are, about learning how to filter all of the... Sure. And why would you filter? Because I can understand that while I live on a farm and have these types of things come up in my life, many people that listen do not and are not exposed to that kind of rural lifestyle where you are in charge of animals and have to make a series of decisions from time to time. It's just a different perspective. This is mine. This is where I am. This is what sure. I know. And I'd this like is... to talk about your perspective on this skunk. I would imagine that a couple doors down from here, in one direction or another, if a skunk was a problem and was caught in a trap, I would put raccoon in the same category. I would even put possum in the same category. That the decision would be to shoot it. Hmm. Because A, in their mind, in their opinion, a possum or a raccoon is a pest that fill in the blank and I don't even care if this thing lives because it is bad. It is bad. Mm -hmm. I do not have that opinion of the possums. I have not had to wrestle with that yet about a raccoon. I think Steve Trevino does a comedy act or did years ago maybe even about whacking a possum over the head in his backyard in LA and how 
his neighbor had a different reaction than they would have had in Texas. I, <laughs> I think that geographics is a large part of it, to be honest with you. And the main geographic there that leads to mind is rural versus urban. You have a different set of ways to deal with things in both of those settings. If That's why I said about perspective. Pick a rural person up and put them in the right. city and you're going to have just as much a comedy. Yeah. We were talking about that literally this morning about the sounds in the city and how mm -hmm. some people love how a city sounds. Sure. And some people are like, I love how the city sounds, but I'm glad I don't live in it all the time. If you've never managed a animal trap, they are well designed in that the animal inside cannot bite you or hurt you if you use it properly. Mm -hmm. So you pick it up by this handle mm -hmm. and a possum's snout is not narrow enough for it to get through the tiny, tiny holes to bite you, for example. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to rehome a possum, because possums are very, very good for the environment, mm -hmm. tick management, mm. and other things. Yeah. And, and like anything else, you can have over, overpopulations of anything That's in true. different yep. areas. Yep. The entire Texas game system is based on that. So I guess I feel like my thoughts about, like initially the thoughts about this conversation are... You have to take into all consideration mm -hmm. all when you're making decisions like this, that you have to make a decision like this. We are thoughtfully making yeah. these decisions. If I get a possum in a trap, I don't want to kill it because that possum has a net good in this world. I just don't want it to eat my chicken's eggs and kill my rooster. Right. I don't want to kill it just... Just for my convenience alone. Well, I don't want to... Or just because of... Yeah, because of convenience. I don't want to place judgment on a possum acting like a possum. <laughs> no, definitely not that. So now I'll back in to the skunk conversation. <laughs> I Ugh, am using smells. the tiny uh, cat cans of cat food. They're tiny. They're 75 cents a piece. It's uh -huh. the grocery store brand. I'm not trying to buy fancy cat food to feed my fancy cat. Yeah. Trying to catch a possum or a skunk. And you, ba you bait the... <laughs> Well, well, there's cheaper dog food for our fancy dog <laughs> that I could buy. We buy fancy dog Speaking food. Speaking of for... which, where the f*** is my fancy dog? <laughs> that he's not at your feet means that he is stuck outside. Oh, he's trying to scratch at the door right now. <laughs> when I get in there, there better not be any bullshitty Walmart food in that bowl. <laughs> so rather than those fancy brands, I'm buying the cheapest seafood cat food that I can find. Awesome. I caught my possums by putting the mouth of the trap inside the mouth of the coop door. If a predator goes into the coop, it bang, caught. That's how I caught that first possum. You and I had seen a skunk in a specific place on the property. So that's where I placed the skunk trap. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. even 11 o'clock later that night that I caught a skunk. Yeah. So then we had a conversation about what to do with a skunk. Right. And my inclination was to radically dispose of the skunk. <laughs> Your man attitude was to kill the skunk? My attitude about this animal, <laughs> I mean, there's as opposed rolling. to a possum, it could easily get sprayed by this skunk if I rehomed it. Mm -hmm. And I did not want to get sprayed by a skunk. Mm -hmm. That would be a major inconvenience. Mm -hmm. So yes, to yeah. your question. We have to kill things out here sometimes. If we're going to have an honest conversation, we have to kill things out here sometimes. That's the attitude I thought you'd have about a skunk. That's the life we have to live. That's the life we have to live. But that's the thing. The thing is, is that it's not the first choice. It's the very last choice. It actually has to increase in energetic livelihood. When you are physically and literally removing energy from the farm. Yeah. Okay. I think we might have an overpopulation of skunks. So we're removing some of the skunks first. 
If we can remove them, that's great. Let's just remove them. So here with our first one, Joe, I would rather you remove it than kill it. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing about the possum situation. One possum got carried away. One possum made a mistake and it didn't get make it. <laughs> like, it didn't get there off the farm. <laughs> like, I'm not saying we're not going to kill things. I'm saying... At the beginning of this conversation, when I was saying that I am going to dance lightly into a topic that might offend, mm -hmm. you have stomped into it here. <laughs> That's how I do it. In a way that I didn't think that we were actually going to. That's how I do it. Yeah. That's how I do it. Because I think that this, the, the, the conversation <laughs> is important because it's not just about, it's not just about me saying... Hey, so I'm going to put on my ice skates and I'm going to navigate this obstacle course with no problem. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm like, can we just get there? Godzilla! <laughs> no, that's Saislink. Look at the red hair. Can we just Mwah, get there? We kill things. <laughs> Actually, the evil laugh may have just been my imagination. Yeah. Then you go remove the skunk. Because it's not even, can I get the skunk contained mm -hmm. in a vehicle without getting sprayed? Mm -hmm. It's, how can I keep it from spraying inside the vehicle, be it the back of a pickup? That still wouldn't be fun. Or the inside of a real car, because mm -hmm. trucks aren't real cars, is what I just said, which makes no sense. <laughs> I'd love to have a pickup. I know. We need that, like today. I mean, I have a pickup at our disposal, but that's A, inconvenient. No, it's time. That's the next car you'd want as a pickup truck? Yep. yep. Really? Yep. The next car you'd want is a pickup truck? Yep. That would be your main car? Yep. Can I hang nuts off the back of it? <laughs> <laughs> I always see people with trucks with those nuts, and I want to join that club. Don't we have nuts already? Around here. I'm plenty nuts. <laughs> hang two Aislinn heads off of the back of it. Why do they hang their head instead of their nuts? Oh, she's nuts. I'm nuts. I don't think you're nuts. No, I know I'm not nuts. You win That's every the argument. Part of it. You win every argument around here. So at the end of the day, it's okay, I'll relocate this skunk. Mm -hmm. Get to YouTube. Here's I told you I would do it if you weren't going to. Oh, yeah. That's just a masculine uh, challenge. Oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. Get okay. Over, come over here and make out with me. <laughs> I can do it. So we didn't kill the skunk. No, we didn't kill the skunk. And you also didn't get sprayed by the skunk. I didn't get sprayed by the skunk. Step the number one. The skunk didn't even spray, did it? I am no skunk scientist, <laughs> but well, let me tell you what we did. A, you use a trap that's smaller in size to try to right. contain the skunk so that it can't lift its tail. Mm -hmm. So once the skunk gets trapped and you're going to handle the trap, you have to do your best for it to not see a human. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the trick. So what I did was buy a brand new tarp because I figured I was going to be throwing it out when I was done with it. Mm -hmm. And you make a wall and walk toward the skunk behind the wall. I actually captured that on video. Sure. And then you put the tarp over the trap. I swear I saw it lift its leg. <laughs> and at that moment, when I was kind of wrapping the trap up in the tarp, uh -huh. I smelled some skunk. Well, it's a skunk. <laughs> no, no. I didn't smell anything. Uh -huh. And then I, oh, something just happened. Uh -huh. Again, I'm no skunk scientist, but it did release a little bit of its stuff. Well, it had been in the trap. A little while, because you'd caught it the night before at 11 o'clock, and it was the next day. So maybe it didn't spread all its juices out already. <laughs> I really don't know, because I never really smelled it much. I get the pickup, place the trap in the back, drive to nature heaven. Yes, we actually do live very near all kinds of nature heaven. So you pick it up just as carefully, open that door, 
That's the only time I was like, this is when it's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. My hand is not behind a tarp, but it didn't. Open the door and then walk away and be quiet. And every video I saw was that the skunk is going to take a while because it needs to believe that humans are now not around. And then it ran into the wild, into its new home. Yay. Now what? We're going to do with Skunky Le Pew. It seems like he's trying to make up, like do the work of two skunks now that his buddy's gone. I'm wondering if there's a whole family. I told you that I thought there was. I'll be catching skunks for a while. They're everywhere. Like the holes are everywhere now. Yeah, we'll explain. They dig up grubs out of the... A grub is the caterpillar mm-hmm. of a beetle, basically. And they live in the soil and in, particularly in really nice, healthy, mulchy areas. Because that's how you create life. As much as we talk about mulch, you can imagine we have nice beds of mulch mm-hmm. that are landscaped around here and there. Yep. And since the skunks have been even more active, you just see... It's like holes all in yeah, there. But they just about dig little holes. two inches deep. Two inches around, maybe. They just dig, move, dig, move, dig, move, and yeah. then move on to the next one. Yep. So locating where the activity is is easy. Yeah. Setting those traps out is easy. I'm not going to go buy a bunch of traps. I'll just get rid of them one at a time. Yeah. And they'll reconvene together and live a very healthy and fruitful life. This will be an interesting spell of whether how many of them get off the farm. I caught a cat. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> There's a feral cats around. Let the cat off. Let, you let the cat go. Yeah, the cat just, <laughs> the cat. please don't do that anymore. The thing with me was, is that you caught it inside the coop. I'm like. Yeah, I caught the cat, cat with my doing, coop door trying trap. Trying to go inside my chicken coop. Because we aren't usually afraid of cats with chickens. No. When we lived in town, the cats literally like hung out with our chickens. Mm-hmm. No. The feral cats. All of them. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we had all, at one point we had like six feral cats that like hung out in our yard. At the end of last week's recording, you got up and said, I don't think I said anything. And then I'm looking over at an hour and a half of conversation. I think what I said was, I don't know if we even said anything. Then as I'm editing it, as I've gotten my lump of clay and I'm sculpting it into fine art, I'm thinking to myself, we didn't say anything. So I'm going to make, I made a little list. Of everything we said? (laughs) No, of just the four things that kind of came out of the main course at the dinner table. If I can go back and listen to it, I'm usually like, yeah, there was a lot of good chunks well, there. I can add that at the end of a recording of the episode, which we've done now over 156 plus 11 times. <laughs> but with that experience of that many episodes, when we're done recording, we can generally feel, oh, well, that was going to be a really solid part right there. So I, I don't feel that way. Ever? I come at the end of the podcast most of the time and I'm like, ugh, I have no idea. I mean, every once in a while I'll be like, oh, that was good. Mm. But most of the time I walk away and I'm like, I have no idea what I said. Well, you said that. And I told you afterward, you're clearly going through some transformative thing right now. Yeah. You're clearly processing a lot because it was an episode of I think I'm awakening to how much I process. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm processing more than I normally process. Mm -hmm. It's just I'm aware of what I'm processing. And I'm trying not to numb so that I have to process the things that are coming through. But that's an example of you having processed and transmitted something without even knowing what you had just said. Yeah. When we talked about that show from scratch that you had enjoyed, Mm -hmm. it was essentially about the return on investment for energy expended. Yes. Even in something as banal as pop culture. In everything I talk about. Yeah. You dropped on me during that episode. 
that you were essentially shifting a large amount of the stepping stones on the vision of what Freedom Harvest Farm is about with this, I'm maybe moving away from a broad spectrum public education. I have big opinions about public education. Even the type that you provide. All of it. Yeah. All of it. As I've evolved along the spectrum of understanding public education, I have a lot to say about it. The title of the episode, Don't Give People What They Don't Want, which came from not teaching people what they don't want to Public education. The idea of a community of lack that controls the essence and decision making of that entire community. Mm -hmm. These are all big concepts. I had a big conversation about that with a group just the other day about my feelings about lack that exists in the coastal bend. And being a fourth generation from the coastal bend, it means it's in my DNA. Mm. And And you're a subject matter expert. That's what I mean. I mean, we all all are. That's what I mean. If we're aware that it exists. Yeah, that's what I mean. And it comes up in a lot of the conversations. The thing is, is that each one of those pieces isn't independent pieces. It's just all different types of ways to describe the exact same types of things. It's all different sections of the quilt. Yeah. It's the same exact, um, or just another way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening with me. When I'm talking about like processing, what am I processing? It's like, well, I'm, I'm trying to synthesize all that I'm receiving in a way that I'm transmitting projecting what I actually want to transmit and project. Mm -hmm. And for me, I know at the core of whatever I'm transmitting or projecting is energetic flow and understanding the power of that energy. The thing that I know is that my energy and flow wants to constantly project. Like as I receive Mm -hmm. and as I... There's an urgency to get it back out. I want to get it out. Now that I've become much more aware of what I'm projecting, I'm looking at those things and going love, joy, peace, brutality, fear. What are these things that I'm projecting? Conflict unity. Right. What am I actually projecting? And I'm looking at those things and and saying, okay, what do I want to pay attention to? And sometimes it's as simple as something as fun as something like a TV show called Dream Masters. Mm, I'll talk about Dream Masters all day. And I'm not even really drinking anymore. Guests, have you watched Drink Masters? It's so much fun. It's on Netflix right now. It just kind of came out. It's at the top 10. It's all trending and all that. But it was one of these food competition shows, right? 12 contestants at the beginning. We're narrowing it down to the top one. It could be about cakes. It could be about chopped. It could be Iron Chef. Same format. But the subject is craft cocktails. I like design, beauty, art. All of these things, I've t- we've talked about it mm-hmm. many episodes with all these different programs that I click on. Yeah. I like easygoing stuff. If I'm going to commit to the energy of something from scratch, that's a lot of energetic movement. And you want the return that you talked about last week. Exactly. Right. Something like this is really, really easy and fun and beautiful and pretty. Well, And the ironic or interesting, ironic may not be the right word, but interesting thing about it is that... I've really kind of taken up a different tone about drinking. Yep. But this show is an elevation. It is seriously elevated cocktails, you guys. Like, whoa, how the heck? I want that. Oh, my God. Collected bartenders from all over the country, Mm -hmm. right? And like somehow found the best ones, however they do that. But it is something that we would expect to see when we travel to a larger city. 
where we're watching a level of care and finesse and presentation, local ingredients, and let us make every component rather than relying on a store-bought, sugar-filled jug of something that you add this and this and you have a Bloody Mary, you know. They presented these people like they were artists. Yeah. I understand that we're probably bumpkins in the idea that, of course, there are like, you know, the, oh, the I had that decades same thought. old. I had that same thought when we talked about cocktail. The, the robot restaurant in San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, with the sushi coming out on conveyor belts and then the robot that delivered the our drinks. Mm-hmm. In New York City now, I've learned since, those robots mm-hmm. are zipping all over town making deliveries. Of course. So, yeah, people are listening like, yeah, Joe, Aislinn, we've had that for... <laughs> well, welcome to our realization. Well, it's not even that. It's just that it, the timing is really interesting mm-hmm. in that I'm using better discernment to find art on television, to find the joy, the beauty, the energy that is worth exchanging with things. Why settle? When I have been awakened to the idea that much more is out there that I just haven't experienced yet. Well, and for me, it's even beyond that. It's not a requirement in my life to have that. But when I come across the perfection of something that calls me to it with beauty and joy and peace and love, that's the one. Right. That's the one. It doesn't have anything to do with the idea of just getting more, trying more, mm-hmm. doing more, getting more opportunities and making sure I, do I know I want this one? Do I know? No, I don't want that one. I don't want that. I more of this and more of that. That's just this like energetic flow of just like consumption, 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 consumption. And then you begin to like crowd up your, the space around you, your brain, your, with just junk and you don't even know what's yours and what's others things that exist out there. And it's not a nice energetic flow. Mm-hmm. It's not aligned and it won't regenerate. If it's not aligned, it will begin to eat itself. It will begin entropy where it breaks around you. Mm-hmm. Plastic junk the buildup of the toxins in your liver from anger, stress, alcohol, all the other crap you you filter through your liver. Mm-hmm. Of course, my liver is screaming right now, which I've been saying in the recent days. My liver is screaming right now. I am filtering so much stuff right now, so much energy right now. I can't stop my mind from fire hosing information at people, mm-hmm. just like we brought up at the beginning of the table today. All this stuff is coming out. What is it that we actually want from all of this stuff that's coming in and going out, coming in and going out, coming in and going out? I'm just grateful to God that I have the ability to recognize now that that is actually what's happening. I can see it and I can affect it. So watching a show like Drink Masters, it's like super easy, very beautiful. And to me, resets the... Resets, exactly. I, I want that. I want that though. I want art. You and I used to have a snack at a restaurant where we got to know the bartender and we probably went through the entire cocktail menu. Mm -hmm. Not in one night, by the way, (laughs) over the course of visits there. And I found myself there alone to pick up food to bring home the other night. Mm -hmm. And I was high on drink masters. All right, Mark, make me a martini. Extra dry olives. And it wasn't like show me your inner drink masters in this unspoken conversation. (laughs) And it was not, I've just watched drink masters bring your a game. It was just, let me enjoy that thing that I had enjoyed several times prior to now. And it was so mediocre, not his fault necessarily, 
in a city of lack, no one is demanding more than that. No. All I'm saying is, is that I want to go after the the thing that makes me feel joyful and beautiful. And I want to do the thing that makes me feel the highest. And for me, what I'm finding is the things that are making me feel the highest are the ones that are the most peaceful and loving and joyful and beautiful and bright. Oh, I'm just over here analyzing my relationship with alcohol. (laughs) Don't mind me. And maybe I'm a little bit behind you. I don't know because I'm not even sure if yours is about a relationship with alcohol and more about just alcohol is a thing that's on a list of yeah, non-healthy yeah. items. No, and, it's not about healthy. And let's not healthy. even argue about that. It's not about healthy. It's Wellness. about it's about regeneration. I only care about really one thing left when it comes to life and life cycles and generations. Mm-hmm. Regeneration. Coming to the stage of life where we get through the breakdown of all the shit that we don't like anymore. I believe in this. That we will get to a phase in lack in wildlife on the the property. Everything that we've talked about in the recent, my Broad feelings spectrum, about horror. public education. Public education, all of it. Every single thing the has to do. whole 30 diet. <laughs> all of it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All has to do with energetic flow. And it all has to do with understanding that I have a purpose in this life to be a regenerator, to be a part of regeneration. Regeneration of the land, regeneration of broken systems, regeneration of everything that's going to occur after the hurricane that is coming blows through because it's coming. I have no doubt about that. So what are we going to do as we live through it mentally and physically and generations of us live through it mentally Mm -hmm. and physically? Mm -hmm. How do we rebuild it? And I believe the way we learn to rebuild it is For me, not for everybody, this isn't everybody's way of learning to process this, having this purpose, this skill, this talent to do for us in this next phase of life is with my hands in the dirt. The actual soil regeneration, the actual energetic flow of everything that's occurring that's passing through my body, Mm -hmm. that's passing through me. Drink Masters gets me thinking about making beautiful choices. And spending energy on TV shows and spending energy on learning about new recipes. And skunks, life or death, makes me think about what is the contributing factor of that particular life form on this farm. Having a farm event where people actually drive their cars on the property where people come and bring their children and we have longhorns and other types of wild animals. Every single thing we do, living in a community that is the port of industry, Mm -hmm. every single thing that we do has an energetic balance. And we're about to pass through a phase of existence in the United States and in the world that's going to be about who has energy, who can afford energy. And I'm talking about all energy, food. Gas, oil, water, all energy. And if we don't understand that we individually hold the power of all the energy in the universe, then we won't be able to regenerate. We won't know how to do it. We won't know how to live through it. We won't be able to live through it. We as individuals have a place in the game that is energy commodities. Yes. That we don't understand. Yes. 
if we believe that someone else has control of our energy, all of our energy, if we believe that, yeah. then we're already, we've already lost. So are you that's speaking, impossible. Are you speaking only of the commodity energies that kind of leap to mind when you talk about energy? Gas. Even if you, wind. even if you scientifically pointed at those things, industry can no longer prove that they hold all energy anymore. You can't control energy. So you've been sold an illusion that they hold all the energy mm -hmm. and that there's a limited amount of energy. We talked recently about the idea of buying bottled water when there's tap water at a fraction, fraction, fraction of the price. Right. You were already sold. But we've been sold the idea yeah. that that water is now beneath and that water a threshold. And so now you must go buy it for 10, 12, 15 times more. Mm-hmm. Even if you go back to the water that comes out of the ground, we're still buying water. Understood. It's easier to convince people that they don't have their own energetic power. It's been... It is literally what Albert Einstein, Tesla, like all of the greatest thinkers that ever existed have been trying to tell us. They can't control your energy. We can manipulate energy. You can allow them to try. And people that know how to manipulate energy can sell you that product. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now my thing is, is that, okay... In this lifetime, mm -hmm. we gave away our power. How do we take it back? Okay. And how do we take it back in a peaceful and loving and beautiful way? How do we take it back with kindness? Well, the truth be told, I'm looking into a lot more about what Jesus said, honestly. Because that's all I know how to do. All I can do is look back at people that I understand in history, Albert Einstein, Tesla, name all these different amazing Buddha, uh, Krishna, name all these amazing masters of energy. How did they do it? How did they do it? Not just mastering energy, but how did they do it with kindness and love and peace and joy? How did they do it every day while living in it? Are we going to answer all these questions today? <laughs> Dude, have y'all... Anybody that pays any attention, which would be the people listening to this podcast, yeah. know that I am a fire hose these days uh -huh. on the... You're a shotgun blast. On the Facebook, on the, on the Facebook, yeah. on the TikTok. Oh, it's been a lot of conversations. People don't understand me. <laughs> it's just that, that I'm... I, I had a very massive aha moment today, and we're going to... We're going to go, we're not going to go there, but I'm going to just bring it up that I now am very aware that I am a receiver of a lot of energy. It flows through me that I, I get it now. Well, receiver means it goes in, it comes inside. Yes. All kinds of messages, visions, uh, ideas, um, dreams, it just eh, oh, like, it's I'm receiving, 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 receiving. Okay. So. Then I'm filtering because I'm a being, a human, that nothing goes through you without you it going through your filter when you then project it out into the world, transmit it out in the world. I'm clearly a transmitter. Mm -hmm. I'm transmitting today, right now, while yeah. as we speak. I transmit all of the time. But once you become aware of that, then you go, oh, shit, I don't want to transmit that. That's a huge responsibility. I'm understanding my responsibility. You know, it's, it's, this is what's happening, is that I'm beginning to understand on a bigger scale what I'm doing as an energetic being, how I control my own energy. And once you begin to learn that, it's really, really hard for people to convince you 
that you won't be okay without their energy. Or that they control the concept altogether. Exactly. It changes my lack mentality that I grew up in four generations deep. Mm -hmm. Because then I'm like, there's a whole group of things over here that you haven't even been doing. And I'm seeing them build energy for me. As a matter of fact, I'm going to turn off the lies that you're spouting over there because I want the things that are going through me mm-hmm. to be more refined. Well, I want a- the things to be that are going through me to be at the highest level of art and beauty and peace and love and joy. That's what I want. Well, to me, it was the notion of there are parallel games. And God, you're complaining about this game a lot. That game's not for you. Mm-hmm. Let's go try this other way of life but that's i'm forced to, to be in that game i'm a victim of the game oh, i'll never be able to get uh, out of this game i think that as you remove yourself from easy games to remove yourself from that that's the evolution toward being able to remove yourself from a very complicated game that you're right you are involved in the newest game that i'm releasing and okay. i'm getting better at it okay Time is irrelevant. And the time change this time, fully fucking. I was just like, time so irrelevant. Time is irrelevant. It's so irrelevant. Okay. We're going to answer that question Can't. today? Okay. No way. Because I'm still processing that one, just like I'm processing all the other ones. I'm going to put a processing gong there. <laughs> Astute guests are going to say, season four is a little bit different. <laughs> and one of the reasons is that our script... And by script, I mean the piece of paper in front of me right now that's detailing what we might be talking about. It's because I've just begun to understand my transmittal power. That's why it's changing. Okay, this is what was on the script. (laughs) Skunk. (laughs) Drink masters. (laughs) Let's bring this episode home with our random question of the week. I've got a table topic question, like an actual table topic question in my hand right now. I'd say to astute listeners, if you understand what table topics is, you've been around for a long, long time. And yeah. when we moved out here over a year ago, I lost <laughs> the table topics and found them in my closet in a bag at the bottom corner the other day. Think about Joe's closet. It's full of boxes of unknown items. There's a lot of things that got to come out of my closet. <laughs> oh, wow. Grow up. I'm going to process that one for a while. So immature. What quality would you like to improve in yourself? Oh, just one. What quality would you like to improve in yourself? Listening, not speaking is the first thing that leaps to mind. I could sit here for 10 minutes and come up with a perfect answer. That's the first one in my head. Listening, not speaking. Thinking. It's important to listen and not interrupt. (laughs) Thinking. I heard recently (laughs) you've got two ears and one mouth. For a reason. I Everything like- you say. Okay, I'm, so, I'm done. That bit is over. <laughs> I have no idea what I was going to say. I worked. <laughs> Listening instead of talking. I would change the impulsive way I speak. I rush to transmit everything I receive. And it needs to spend some time in the filter. I like the analogy I used today where I said I have to adjust my sails. Hmm. But you can't adjust your sails at a snap impulse. You have to know what you're doing. You have to stop and recognize and observe. I'm an observer, so stop and observe. I think the challenge for me about that is, is that it's so much. It's coming so fast. So I need a place to... 
transmit, push things out. And understanding that the reason why, part of the reason why it's gotten so much is because I've become more cognizant of the numbing. And you are one of my numbing devices. When I need to deal with everything I'm receiving, mm -hmm. it's too much, I pointed at you and if you aren't responding correctly correctly as per you right correctly as per me then let's then i feel like i can't transmit i'm your first audience member and if i'm not receiving it properly whatever that looks like to you mm -hmm. and properly could be any kind of thing mm -hmm. it's a lot of responsibility well it's a lot of responsibility to recognize how much is pro you're processing and what are you supposed to do with all that stuff? My friend Cher would give me a very good explanation of how to like give it to the earth, like grounding. You ground it in, you know, you ground it in. But I'm finding that it's coming so much, so fast that even grounding in the garden is not enough. It's nonstop, 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 nonstop. But I wonder if yours is going like that because you're a transmitter too. You've told me before that you know that my mind never stops, that it's going. Now, am I receiving the same kinds of things that you are? Am, or am I just processing an infinity's worth of old information and can't even get past that? Let's add that to the list <laughs> of things because our conversations at a That's the really constant load. level are all about what I just said about me. Yeah. So now you want to just make out? Yes. Oh my God, that's the best day ever. Season four is a little bit different. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dinner Table Talks. We will be back next Monday with a fresh episode. In the meantime, hit us up on social media, send us an email, DM us, whatever. We want to hear from you. And we hope that you're enjoying the episodes as much as we enjoy creating them for you. <laughs>